Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community, and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about, but we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Did you know that sometimes leaders are afraid? You know, when I had been fired from my squad bay job, which I talked about in episode four, if you're following along with this story. When I was fired, I was devastated, but I was also scared. I was afraid. So many times we don't talk about the fear that leaders have. For many of us, it could be the fear of making the wrong decisions or what happens if I make this decision or the fear of if we have to have a a difficult conversation with someone that they'll react badly or the fear of whether we're doing it right or not, which is one that we often, a lot of women leaders particularly sometimes will have. But fear is something that many, many leaders experience. Actually, most leaders experience because leaders are still human. When I was standing there in the drill instructor hut and my senior drill instructor had just fired me from the most prestigious leadership role in boot camp. And then she came alongside that and told me that if she had any more suspicions that I was a racist, that she would kick me out of the Marine Corps. Now, I don't think that I had anything else in my life to go back to. You see, I grew up in a really small town and being able to join the Marine Corps was a lifelong dream. And to have someone say to you, if I hear any more of this accusation, which by the way was unsubstantiated, had no evidence, no nothing, I will, I will kick you out of the Marine Corps. And I didn't know enough to know that it was a bluff. I took everything for at face value that it would really happen, that she could kick me out for this accusation. Fear. Fear is something that cripples leaders sometimes. Fear is something that causes us to hide those soft parts of us. Fear is something that causes us to sometimes not be our very best, not show our very best. Fear is something that I felt deeply. When my staff sergeant, when Staff Sergeant Shine was was humiliating me in front of, mm, I don't know, almost 200 people, fear was was heavily on my mind. As I was being humiliated, I just knew that I was only minutes from being ushered out of the Marine Corps, from being kicked out of the Marine Corps, just minutes. So that fear caused me to literally doubt myself in every single turn and every single thing I was doing. Have any of you ever experienced fear in your leadership role so much so that you begin to doubt everything that was going on around you? That was my experience. And as that day ended, and I remember going into, my important question was, how do I, what do I do? 
So many leaders ask these questions and they're often asking them all by themselves. Sometimes they're asking those questions curled up with a wine bottle or something stronger. Sometimes they're asking those questions just burrowed up in a corner. That was me. I didn't know what to do with all the fear, the anger, the, the, the humiliation that I was experiencing. And I remember I was sitting by my wall locker and I quite literally was trying to be invisible. I was tucked behind a corner and I was crying because again, we were trained to not, to not show our emotions, to be invulnerable. So I had secreted myself away from where anyone could see me. And I was just crying. I was just so emotionally distraught. And I remember one of my fellow recruits was actually the oldest recruit. She was 27 years old. She was older than all of us, practically a grandmother for, for, for boot camp. I remember she came around the corner and she saw me. And she looked at me. And she's like, why are you crying? And I just said, you know, they're going to kick me out of the Marine Corps. Everything is over. I'm devastated. And I was telling her all about it. And she, had, she knew. She had seen it. And she just, I remember her looking at me. I can remember her right now. She's a very tall woman. She's probably six foot tall. She was a very tall woman. And I remember her looking at me. I remember her saying to me, get up. Put your head up. Put your chin up. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So the power in that moment of community, the power in that moment of an affirmation, get up. Put your chin up. Everything's going to come together. Everything's going to be okay. But more importantly, what she was saying is, you're going to be okay. And then she looked at me and she said, they're not going to kick you out of the Marine Corps. I don't know how she knew that. I have no idea. I think it was because she was wiser than all of us, certainly wiser than me. But she gave me affirmation in that moment. And I know so many leaders, we're so... That, that is so absent for so many of us. We may get it if we're listening to a podcast. We may get it if we read it in a book. We might get it from the people we live with at home. But often we don't have colleagues around us that can say, hey, it's going to be all right. Whatever you're afraid of, whatever happened, tell me the story. But look, it's going to be okay. I got your back. That can always be really helpful, right? But affirmations and community, people that truly, truly, are standing there in, in that most difficult time for you is the most important thing. But you know what? A lot of leaders don't have that. And it has a lot to do with the roles that we have, the leadership roles we have, where we don't feel we may be able to trust people, where we don't believe that it is, um, that we're worthy of having people stand for us and be our, be our oak trees, if you will. But in that moment, sitting in that squad bay, when this recruit, this tall, older than all of us recruit, said to me, stand up. And she said it, she wasn't challenging me. She said it in a warm way, full of love, stand up. You know, dry your face off. Everything's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I understood the power of having champions. I understood that there was still a lot of internal work that I would have to do to understand what had happened, the dynamics that were at play that I really was not cognizant of. But having champions 
is one of the most incredible and important parts of leadership. But so many leaders don't have champions, don't have community. And what that does is make this role of leading people incredibly, incredibly lonely. But I just hopefully that you will, you will know that in probably one of the most challenging times in my very early career, I have more stories of even more crazy stuff that has happened in my leadership uh, career. But in that early time, everything was beautiful and vibrant and exciting. And for any of you who are aspiring to be leaders, you're going to be excited. You're going to jump in full. I mean, you're going to leap in. And what I want you to know is you've got to maintain that as much as you possibly can. Build communities around you of people that are your true champions. Not your fake champions, but people who are your true champions. People whose words and actions align all the time, right? The recruit that helped me in that moment, she actually saved me from continuing. She saved me to continue my career in the Marine Corps because I will tell you, I was so devastated. I felt like such a failure. I felt like I couldn't figure out what the hell had happened, that here I was just actually probably about a week or two from graduating. I was supposed to get the biggest honor. I was literally on pace to get the biggest honor. And in a blink of an eye, all of it was stripped from me. And so I share that it is so important to have people who will give you a soft landing. When crap goes down at work, it's so important to build the team of people that you can pick up the phone and talk to, that you can really deeply share your heart. I couldn't even share how devastated I was internally to anyone in boot camp. It just wasn't one of the things that was encouraged of us as we were learning and developing as Marines and leaders of Marines. And that's not too different from what happens for a lot of people. The models of leadership that we've all grown up under have been really about not showing any vulnerability have been really about being kind of that solo superhero. The models of leadership that I grew up in the military were about being invincible, invulnerable, impenetrable. And those three attributes I carried into my civilian career. And I'll talk about the impact of that and the lessons from that as I go along. But that's all because leadership has been about kind of command and control for many people. Now, I'm thankful to hear and know, and even in our training that we do with um, our clients, that that is shifting, that leaders are being given more of the opportunity to be more vulnerable. You take the work of Brene Brown, who has some fantastic stuff on vulnerability. Leaders are beginning to understand that the more you can connect and open your heart to people around you, the better they are actually going to be that they can be the best versions of themselves. And that means that they're bringing their very best talent to solve the problems that are in your organizations. So having an affirmation process is really important. Having a community of other leaders who are your peers, even if they're not in your same industry or sector, but at least they have the same maybe role responsibilities, cultivating those kinds of communities so that you have the benefit of people who 
really understand what's happening in your leadership role. They can speak to it. They can also ask you those really difficult questions like, how are you really feeling? How did that really impact you? Are you doubting yourself as a result of whatever the incident or incidents has been? Having people that champion you, that means people who are really, really pulling for you, pulling for your success, is absolutely critical. As I close out this story about this incident that happened as I was training to become a United States Marine, I just want to share with you that it's not that unusual. Leaders, leaders get undermined all the time, sometimes by other leaders, sometimes by their bosses, sometimes by their direct reports. But what I learned in this story that I've shared with you is that it's so important to do your inner work, to be able to put those experiences in the right place, to not internalize them. I internalized this particular uh, event and it probably had consequences for many, many years. But guess what? And we're in a leadership role. We have multiple different kinds of experiences like this, that layer on layer on layer on layer. And so one of the parts of leadership that is so important that I'm going to share and talk about and really get into, because this is the stuff that we, gotta be, that we have to talk about as leaders. We can't just be, you know, title, have our titles and, you know, our nice offices or nice impact on everyone and not talk about the impact of being a leader, the impact on our humanity, the impact on our relationships the impact first and foremost on ourselves. This is the stuff that I want us to talk about in the room. Because in the room, it's designed to be a safe space. It's a place and a space where you can learn the things or hear the things and understand how people have gotten through and have healed from the challenges of leadership. Now, I'm not talking about even just something like this where someone really undermined me, but just day-to-day, -day, having to make difficult decisions, having to downsize a department, having to make a difficult choice of leaving a team that you really love because you know that people um, don't value or appreciate your leadership any, any longer. So there's a lot to talk about in the room. I hope you continue to share this with friends who might resonate. If you're interested um, in being part of this show, please hit us up. I look forward to hearing from you. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website, leaderstransform.com and continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone the next week episode of The Room.